hello lovely people trust you've been good trust you've been doing well i miss you guys so much (laughs) thank you for listening to my previous podcast for sharing the podcast for you know commenting the messages the support so far i'm so grateful for you guys thank you so much so today i'm going to be talking about something personal and sad something very disturbing that is going on in our society and even as we are indoors you know on the lockdown and all this crime uh, this particular thing that is going on in society is just increasing and i'm wondering why i'm trying to give myself the excuse that many members of the society are ignorant or they don't understand the magnitude of what they are doing but i i, can't, I just can't i can't wrap my finger around it and i feel i need to say this so that people would hear it so please if you are listening to this podcast right now please do me a favor and share this to as many contacts as you have people need to hear this so that they can share to others maybe the best way to change society is to enlighten them it is actually and if if you don't tell people about these things their beliefs and their their norms are affecting other members of the society will continue and we'll keep saying ah our country is not good the society is not good this that 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 we'll keep giving excuses for these people and it's not good so please if you're listening to this podcast today's podcast is you and i as society you and i make up society and please if you're listening to this try and share to people so that they understand the role they play in society now in the society we live in today our lives and our beliefs have been shaped by the past narratives and experiences a lot of us are familiar with the nigerian history our our already organized institution for the tribes that were already there before colonization and then the acceptance of the colonial masters and the impact they made in our country However, these past narratives, these things we practiced even before and after colonization is what has shaped our society to what it is today. But if we can study the past um, you know, narratives of the people, we understand that there is something that was consistent even before and after colonization, and that is called social coexistence and communal living before the colonial masters came to nigeria even before the amalgamation and um, the trading we noticed that people did something called you know trade by butter give me your yam i will give you my cola give me your piece of land for a particular machinery you know whatever it was man depended on the other man to survive even after colonization people depended on the white men to you know process our our palm nuts and give us oil even if there was exploitation at that point in time there was still the existence of social coexistence in society now even in our society today even in the 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 19th century 20th century that we are living in today we understand that we need each other to survive I need you guys for my podcast to reach other people in different parts of society. You need a lecturer to understand the courses you're being given in university. You need a doctor to treat you for whatever ailment you're having. You need an engineer. You need an electrician. You need someone. Whatever it is, you need someone. 
that is the background of society social coexistence and communal living so in quotes we cannot do without each other that is what it is however man coexisting with with human nation exchanging resources trade by butter communal decisions all those things because man is not an island the concept of coexistence and survival is hinged on dependence and desire. Your desire to fulfill your needs and want and your dependence on what that other person needs that could satisfy this your needs and want or that could satisfy this your desires. However, in as much as we've established that social coexistence and communal living is the background of peaceful society, certain practices and beliefs have shaped the mind of people. And as we know, a man acts on what he thinks. A man is what he thinks. So those practices or those beliefs that people have cultured and have had and have passed on to their children and passed on to generation is what has caused the divergence in the society we live in today. Different religions, different practices, different beliefs have been passed on to people. Different cultures have been passed on to people. And that is what has shaped the diversity and the variety in society we have today. But then the question is, how do we justify even man's culture or beliefs or his, um, his behavior is acceptable for society? And the best way to judge it is to follow the phrase, whatever a man does that affects his neighbors in a negative way is unacceptable in society. So if your belief tells you that as a person, the only way to live your fulfilled life is to kill your neighbor, each neighbor you see, or to kill children under the age of 12. As far as you're affecting or harming the other person, such behavior, such belief, or such culture is unacceptable in society. However, if your culture and belief or your practice or your behavior doesn't affect your fellow man negatively, then it is an acceptable behavior. Something like dressing, eating, um, you know, walking practices like, um, jogging, you know, different things you do that doesn't affect people negatively. Those are acceptable behaviors in society, driving your car, going to church, preaching the gospel. As far as it doesn't affect the next person negatively, then such a thing is an acceptable behavior an acceptable practice in society. However, things like raping other people, causing them emotional, psychological, and health issues, killing other people, stealing from people, you know, lying to people, cheating people, defrauding people, all those things are unacceptable behaviors in society, and it is wrong. This mindset, this um, diverse mindset in people have caused people to engage in overt acts, both positively and negatively. This act, these actions by people isn't peculiar to country or state. It's a global humanity issue. It's not just peculiar to Yoruba people, Igbo people, Akraibon people, Hausa people. It's not peculiar to Andoni people, Imo state people. It's not peculiar to Nigeria and Ghana. It is a global issue. It affects both Americans, Africans, Asians, Europeans, whoever you are. As far as you're in this world that has been created, you are affected by these diverse beliefs and behaviors that other people have. Coexistence as defined by our Oxford Dictionary is a state of two or more things or people existing together, usually in a temporal sense. Society is a long-standing group of people that are sharing cultural aspects such as language, dress, norms or behavior and they usually have common interests and artistic forms. However, 
due to unevenly distributed resources, inequality of social standards, and people, people's behavioral difference, you and I, which are members of society, try to fit in into the best place of society. People with dreams, ambitions, choices, roles, act in order to fulfill them, inculcating social, cultural, religious, spiritual beliefs. Now, these beliefs pave way for socialization. These diverse beliefs pave way for socialization. For it, let me give you a typical example. If I'm okay, I'm, I'm a caterer. If I cook, I try to associate with other caterers to learn from them, right? If I have a podcast, I listen to other people's podcasts to, you know, learn from them to see how they do. If I'm a quibomite, I will associate better with someone that understands my language, practices the same culture and beliefs that I practice. If I'm a Christian, I would, as I am a Christian, I would, you know, associate with people who are also Christ-like, like me. So our diverse beliefs and practices, what paves, paves the way for our socialization in society. However, like I had said, most of those beliefs are unacceptable behaviors in society. Now, people have freedom of thought, freedom to think whatever they want to think, freedom to do whatever they want to do, freedom to act as they want to. But we need to understand and establish today that your human rights your fundamental human rights, the right to life, the right to social amenities, the right to human dignity, the right to own a property, whatever rights that have been enshrined in our in um, chapter 4 of our 1999 constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, whatever right it is that you have, your right stops where the right of another man begins. Those your practices stop being acceptable to society where it begins to affect the other person. So that is the distinction we need to make today. So if the belief I have that one that I, I, I say will pave way for socialization is something like my culture, my dressing, my way of life, the food I eat, if it affects the next person, then it is an unacceptable behavior in society. Now, having established that, we need to understand that finding people of common interest for easy association, that is socialization, that's an, a, a, between employees in a company, the relationship between a pastor and his congregation, the relationship between a lecturer, a teacher, and has, his or her students, the relationship between church members, the relationship between club members, the relationship between social media fans, different goals, but same organization. Their belief and their common, int- common interest is what defines them. Thus, we must understand that in society, as we are, members of society also have these common interests. Food, water, electricity, jobs, stable jobs, association, family. All these are couched under peaceful coexistence. For instance, if in a particular state is only students within, within the age of 17 or 18 to 25, we understand that this set of people are supposed to be people in federal or private or state university or polytechnic. They are actually supposed to be in higher institutions. So we understand that that is the class of people. Now they have a common interest to get into school, to finish their course, to come out, get good jobs 
and you know make way for their family or for those who have business ideas or those who want to do um whatever it is they do it within that period of time it's the prime of life where people begin to study and then hustle to make money the common interest different goals but same association in order for them to peacefully coexist as they have same goals or sorry as they have one goal and different goals and same association in order for them to coexist they need to do things that will benefit themselves and not affect each other now this peaceful coexistence is the center of our discussion today remember i said you and i are society when we keep lamenting ah the government is bad the 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 police officers are doing this these people are doing this this part of government is doing this the lawmakers are not doing this when we keep complaining we forget that we make up part of society you see the citizens of a country the people of a country are like the most powerful people in the country the people in the government house are also society but guess what the people who are not in the government house have a higher power in a democratic state more than those in the government houses because when they make mistakes we have the power for those in the house of assembly national assembly we have the power to pass on a vote to you know remove them from office if they are misbehaving but then we forget that if we keep ignoring these things and bad behaviors that other members of the society are exhibiting we are affecting ourselves if you see a bad government and you cannot speak through the social media or speak through platforms you've gotten to get these people out of office and elect new people then whatever decisions bad decisions this bad government make will also affect you people always say it's none of their business until it affects them little by little it will affect you um i think it was last month uh be three weeks ago that this rape case in nigeria was very rampant you will hear a so-so pastor raped a three-month-old lady a someone raped um another girl in a house someone another person raped another girl on the street and then people just you know put on social media justice for what justice for hope and then they clamored and clamored and after a week he was gone but guess what when things like bb ninja things like um um fashion trend things like um a musician coming down to nigeria things like a showbiz it trends for months and then the things that matter to us as getting peaceful coexistence in our society is something that will just trend for two weeks that's if it even lasts for two weeks for three days four days and then it's off the chart you need to keep creating awareness to people you need to take action as members of society but ensure that your action is peaceful create awareness and tell people that whatever it is they are doing that is affecting other people is wrong you never know the impact of rape on a person until either you your daughter your sister or someone associated to you is being raped you never know the impact of defrauding or um, lying or cheating people until you yourself you're being cheated why do you have to wait until you're cheated to change that narrative in society you and i are society but when you keep quiet about the issues the disturbing issues and vices in society then you're just an accomplice 
the people that are committing the crimes. Because in the end, you and I are society. So I must establish it as a fact and you must know it at the end. If that's the only thing you will listen from this podcast, that is you and I are society. Charity begins at home. And now at this stage, I'm going to talk, at, talk about different factors or different people, different organizations that play an important role in shaping peaceful coexistence into society. Charity begins at home, as we say it. Society cannot be condemned without knowing that members of the society are the grassroots of the condemnation. There are consequences to certain overt actions. Like I said, you can't judge the government when you're not playing your role as a citizen. We all have our roles in society. And from a certain age, when we know what's good and what's wrong, then we know for certain what it means to be human, what it means to be good to humanity. So like I said, charity begins at home. The family, the parents play a very important role in nurturing and culturing children in the right path. Teaching them what it means to be members of the society. Teaching them the values they need to do. Respect, little things as greeting, little things as etiquette will go a long way in shaping the life of a child. And then you tell a child it is wrong to steal from another person. You tell a child it is wrong to lie. You tell a child it is wrong to go against your elders. It is wrong to disobey constituted authorities. That child who has cognitive behavior, behavioral traits and patterns right from when the child is small, like I had talked about in my last podcast, that child who understands what it is will take that thing and grow with it. Remember what Proverbs 22 verse 6 tells us. Train up a child in the way he should grow, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Parents, relatives, uncles, aunties, friends, neighbors play an important role in the life of children. But when you act, like I said, cognitive behavior, when you act in a certain way and you tell a child otherwise, that child will focus more on the way you're acting rather than what you're telling the child. So if you tell a child, do not lie, do not if you're talking to your young son who is maybe five years old and then you, you're teaching your young son as a father, do not steal, do not insult a woman, respect women. And then right in front of your five-year-old son, you're beating your wife. What are you teaching that child? <clears throat> Parents play a very important role in culturing children. That is why I always pray, Lord in heaven, please give me the grace to be a good mother. Now, by the time parents are done training these children, the next step, they take these children to school. But then we have bad teachers, bad lecturers that teach the student otherwise. Instead of you to teach the child respect, you teach the child laws, you teach the child values, norms of society, and how to act in, a, in, in an organization. Rather, you teach the child things like gossip. You teach the child things like, um, you know, cheating, lying. All those things are wrong. You teach the child favoritism. I'm loving one child more than the other. You think the children don't know? Oh my God. I cannot even start to explain how much of the things I believe my brother, my junior brother, who is just five years old. I can't even explain the number of things this boy knows. They, they don't have the mind to, you know, talk and say these things out. But from their actions, you will know that this child who is just five understands that ah, this thing I'm doing is not good. And then by the time the teachers are done training the child in the good way that the child is supposed to go. Instead of 
the churches okay sorry before the, you, you get to school so the church is usually first place because in christianity we believe in baptism so by the time you baptize the children the, the child into the church system they begin to teach the child the ways of the lord they teach the child this is how god wants us to be and they teach the child the fundamental law of humanity love your neighbor as you love yourself people one secret is that people do not like to be treated the way they treat other people it's true it's a fact treat people the way you want them to treat you 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 derive joy in cheating people but when someone cheats you ah your head is up in the moon you derive joy in telling people lies about things that you sell on social media but when it happens to you start dragging people on social media ah this one that one this one that one it's wrong and then by the time the church is done inculcating certain values and godly principles in the child and the school has played its role in you know telling the child the norms and values of society and how to act when they meet other people in society the the social media that is supposed to support the student we're talking of teenagers now that get phone newly join whatsapp instagram so the social media to tell the people what to do rather they leave leads these children in the path of latest trends and then showing the people how doing evil and getting away with it can be good they call it hacks life hacks ha god that's terrible the social media turns out to be the one of the most powerful tool in society it is like a platform a voice for people who do not have the voice so instead of you serving as the voice to people you're serving as the voice to latest trends and then these vices in society keep going on and nobody's saying anything about it and then by the time the social media is done the government exhibits its own its own casualty you know doing at its free will and then instead of the social media that works hand in hand with the government to expose the vices of this government, showing the people of society that anytime you do this, this is the fruit of what it is. Fiam, the government will cover it up and then they'll bring up an excuse. You know, all the, all the, 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 the silly excuses we're getting as at last year. Python swallowing money, uh, goat eating federal revenue, whatever that was. I don't even want to go into it. But you know that is what our society has become. If these people do not play their roles, society will not turn out to be a good place. Now, society is founded on truth, kindness, peaceful coexistence, honesty, and justice. And you and I are society. If we do not exhibit these values I just mentioned, who then will exhibit it? Because at each point of this um, medium of socialization, we play a very important role. There are crimes that start from very little and they become big crimes. Petty theft, stealing, as small as stealing money from mommy's purse, can turn out to be robbery or corruption. As little as discriminating another person can turn out to be racism, red tapeism, partiality, and unfair treatment. As little as sexually abusing another person in front of these little ones that are growing up to be members of society turn out to be rape. All those crimes begin from little things that, if not handled intensely and on time, could generate worse results. 
this goes a long way in explaining the dutiful role of media of socialization so we need to understand at every point in society we play a very important role so if we need to understand it in as much as our past narratives and experiences have shaped us you and i and society we need to act as members who love society love ourselves stop showing hate stop supporting crimes but use the little platform you have to tell people that this is what it is this is the end of this podcast thank you so much for listening don't forget to share and don't forget to send me a message i love you guys so much for the support so far please do your best as possible to share this podcast to as many friends and contacts as you have so that people will learn this and if it was ignorance that was their problem they will understand the importance of co-peaceful coexistence in society bye